0: Hi, it's Melissa Moore and welcome to Mile High Magazine on this Sunday morning. And I'm excited to talk this week with Sam Cole. He is the traffic communications manager with CDOT, the Colorado Department of Transportation. Good morning, Sam.
1: Hey, good morning, Melissa.
0: Well, thank you for being on with us this morning. Let's talk a little bit about traffic patterns going on right now. I mean, 2020 has obviously been an incredibly stressful year for people. And COVID-19, the pandemic, and then you had the elections, and you've got all of this going on. What have you seen as far as maybe changes with aggressive behavior on the roads, or has it changed at all?
1: Yeah, well, what's been going on the roads has been unexpected and very unusual, believe it or not. Um, we thought with less people driving that we would see less crashes and less fatal crashes in particular, but really the opposite has happened. We're seeing the uh, same rate, if not more crashes, particularly fatal crashes this year than we saw last year, mm. despite the fact that um, at one, you know, during the height of our stay-at-home order, 50% of uh, people weren't driving. So we think it has a lot to do with the fact that, you know, with those open roads, a lot—not a lot of people out there was an invitation to perhaps speed. We have seen a lot of um, very high speeding rates um, from individuals, and also the impression that perhaps law enforcement's just not out on the road because of because of COVID. Um, so all those things combined have caused three things to happen. As I mentioned, those incredible, you know, 100, 120 mile per hour plus speeding tickets that wow. um, uh, law enforcement has reported to us. Motorcycles really, hmm. really have increased. We are at a record number of motorcycle deaths on our roadways, and DUIs are up by 11%.
0: How much of this do you think has to do with the stress that people are feeling right now?
1: I don't know. I think it may have a lot to do with the fact that um, a lot of people are at home and they want to get out and a Especially as motorcycle riders, they, they go out for a ride for some recreation. Um, it's a wide open road invitation to speed, and uh, they get themselves into trouble. So
0: it sounds like, you, like what you're seeing, at least from the data with the speeding tickets and everything else, that speeding is, is kind of a huge problem right now.
1: It is. And I think people feel like, um, you know, there's not as much traffic. It's a wide open road. And uh, it's an invitation to speed, especially if they um, think that law enforcement isn't out there. But uh, I tell you, law enforcement is out there and people are getting ticketed.
0: Well, and it's scary when I hear you say there are more motorcycle accidents. Are we are we talking fatalities as well this year than in past years?
1: Yeah. So record number of motorcycle fatalities this year most of those um, are um, motorcyclists just running off the road or losing control. That's an indication that the motorcycle is going just too fast.
0: Mm -hmm. And you said DUIs are up as well.
1: Yeah, which is kind of a quandary because, you know, bars and restaurants, you know, have reduced hours or have been closed. So we think that, you know, obviously people are probably um, using drugs and alcohol at home and then hitting the road and um, getting into these crashes.
0: And I know you've got a campaign coming up here soon. The heat is on. Tell me a little bit about that and what folks may be seeing different out on the roadways.
1: Yeah, so this is going to center around the um, Thanksgiving holiday. You know, these heightened DUI enforcement periods where we have more law enforcement on the road usually coincide with with holidays or special events throughout the year. So um, Thanksgiving um, DUI enforcement period begins on the 20th. uh, and uh, goes until the 30th, and we're looking at upwards of 100 law enforcement officers out on the road, patrolling, trying to keep us safe from um, drunk and impaired drivers. You may see a you may see a checkpoint. You may see a saturation patrol in a particular area of town. But we do know that there will be a lot more officers on the roadways trying to keep us safe.
0: Now, is that normal for this time of year, or is that increased not only because of the holidays, but because the number of DUIs and the increase you've seen in 2020?
1: Well, DUIs have always been a problem. You know, about a quarter to a third of all the fatal crashes on our roadways involve an impaired driver. That's why, and we also see a lot of these impaired driving incidents happen during holidays, when people are more likely to be out um, drinking. So that's why we do these special um, enforcement periods to coincide with the holidays. Um, it's not, CDOT's not out there patrolling, but we actually administer this program. We find the funds to be able to give the funds to law enforcement so they can do overtime to be able to do these uh, high visibility DUI enforcement.
0: Oh, I didn't realize that you did that with the money.
1: Yep, yep. So it's, and it does, it's not money that would go to be repairing potholes, that sort of thing. These are special grants that we get from the federal government to be able to pay law enforcement to get out there during the holidays to keep us safe. How
0: many times a year yeah. do
1: you do that usually? So, you know, there's 16 um, heightened DUI enforcement periods every year um, during the holidays. You know, November, December, there's quite a few. There's one over New Year's. There's one um, called holiday parties, although we're probably not going to see too many holiday parties this year because we should be um, social distancing, but, um, there will be a, a number of these uh, enforcement periods. So the best advice is just to make smart decisions, plan ahead. Um, if you find yourself in a position where you may be in, impaired, just, you know, tap into a friend's ride, a rideshare program, mass transit. There's so many ways to stay safe. One thing we're really trying to promote is the use of these smartphone breathalyzers. Uh, this, this is something that you just breathe into. It, it just um, hooks up wirelessly to your phone, tells you what your actual blood alcohol level is. And people are so surprised how close they can get to 0.08 just after one or two drinks. So you really, really don't want to take any chances. I've often wondered how accurate those are. They are. I mean, there's you just got to get one that's um, good quality. There's some that are really cheap and aren't very good quality. And probably don't provide good results but uh if you go to the heat is our website you can uh you can look at the one that we're recommending
0: okay and once again that's the heat is com. right and tell me what do you guys think what do you all think is going to happen this year or do you expect to see more cars on the road through the holidays as folks maybe haven't been flying as much
1: yeah i really think that um with um You know, kind of unusual holiday period coming up. It is going to be kind of strange, but if people are going to be hitting the roads, just, you know, just a a few, um, a few tips. Buckle up because that is your best defense against what I call the three, I'm sorry, the four D's, a drunk driver, a drugged driver, a drowsy driver, an abstracted driver. They're all out there. You may be the best driver on the road, but you've got to make sure you're buckled up, um, to have defense against them. Eliminate distractions. Always stay away from your phone. Um, That's, you know, things can happen quickly on our roadways, especially if there's a lot of traffic. Always, always follow the speed limit. You know, the severity of injuries rise exponentially at higher speeds. One thing, unfortunately, we're seeing this year is a a large number of traffic crashes happening in our work zones. Um, So please, please do slow down in the work zones and watch out for our workers. And finally, as we mentioned, you know, always designate a sober driver. You know, we want people to have fun, but we just don't want people to have fun use alcohol and then get behind the wheel of a vehicle.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit. You mentioned distracted driving there. Uh, Definition, what is distracted driving? What counts as someone being distracted? You said something about the phone, which I'm sure we can all say, okay, yep, the phone, getting a text, getting a call. Uh, How much of an increase are you seeing in that?
1: Well, well, we actually just did a survey of Coloradans, and it's it's so devastating. Over 90% of Coloradans admit to driving distracted in the last week. That means being on the phone, um, uh, texting, uh, eating food, putting on makeup, you know, and what does this result in? We see 42 crashes every single day in Colorado on average that involve a distracted driver resulting in 50 deaths every year. And as far as types, yeah, there's all types. There's, there's cognitive, so you can have your, your eyes on the road, but your mind is on this conversation you're having on the phone, and you're mm-hmm. just not paying attention to the road. Um, there's, of course, visual where you actually take your eyes off the road to look at that text on your phone. And then there's manual where you take your, your hands off the steering wheel to eat your cheeseburger, and um, you're just not prepared to deal with something that might jump out in front of you.
0: One of the most um, disturbing sights I ever saw was several years ago. I was watching somebody eat an entire bucket of chicken while driving.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's really horrible, and uh, it's something we're seeing an increase in um, traffic crashes because of. It takes four seconds to read a text on average. If you're driving like sixty-five miles per hour, that's the length of a football field. Mm. You're taking your eyes off the road for that long.
0: I think that is a really
1: powerful statistic. And you know, a lot a lot can happen. You know, we if you've ever been in a crash. You know that it happens in an instant. Somebody swerves in front of you or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's why you always have to have your eyes on the road because, you know, things can happen.
0: And they do. They happen so quickly, and it is. It kind of gets your heart racing, whether it's a, a deer coming out of nowhere or somebody changing lanes. You just you don't know what's going to
1: happen. No, no. And so well, we we provide tips to people on this, and it's this. Um, these are really easy things you can do. Number one. Um, turn on the do not disturb while driving mode on your phone. If you are somebody that's kind of just addicted to your phone, you need to remove that addiction. So um, you can enable that on your phone. It's a really easy process. Um, Put the phone out of reach. Um, Ask a passenger to make the call or make the text that you all of a sudden have to do. Plan ahead. You know, make those calls and those texts before you leave the house. Got to do something while you're on the road. Just pull over into the parking lot. You know, it's all about just planning ahead.
0: I was going to say, so many people do plan ahead, and their plan is, I'll make the phone calls as soon as I get in the car.
1: Oh, my God. I know. They want to to Mm multitask, and really, that's the last thing you should be doing when you're driving is trying to multitask.
0: I know. I was telling my daughter, I'm like, we didn't used to have phones in the cars. Like, it was truly, you had your music, and you had driving, and that was it.
1: Exactly. You didn't have cup holders, so you weren't encouraged to eat in the car either.
0: Right. That's so true. I didn't think about that. My grandma's Mm -hmm. car did not have a cup holder. I did not even think about that. Very, very different times. And obviously, we're seeing the accidents and we're seeing, I mean, the fatalities. That breaks my heart when I hear how many we're seeing per year just from distracted driving. We're not even talking DUIs or anything like that.
1: No, I mean, with Colorado averages about 600 um, fatalities on our roadways every year. Most of those are due to both impaired drivers, people who are speeding, and a lot of those fatalities are related to people who don't buckle up. We see um, about 200 people that are killed who are unbuckled in crashes every year. And we know that if we had 100% of people buckling up in Colorado, we would save 70 more people. That's like one person every week at least.
0: Yeah, that is. That is a lot. And I guess I'm, you know, surprised that people are still not buckling up.
1: I'm surprised, too. Well, I mean, the good news is most people do. I mean, 86% of people in Colorado do, but there's that last 14% that are real stubborn. And so we do surveys. We want to find out, you know, what what is it? Why don't you buckle up? Mm -hmm. We all know that it could save your life. Right. Some of them just say, well, I'm only going down to the store to get a gallon of milk. Well, most crashes happen within four miles of your house because that's where you do most of your driving. Right. So that's incredibly important to buckle up no matter how short the trip. Or people say, "Well, it's uncomfortable." Well, I'll tell you what's uncomfortable: it's being in Craig Rehab um, for for months at a time because of because you were severely injured in a in a car crash because you weren't wearing your seatbelt. And then there's even some ideological people that because it's the law to buckle up in Colorado, they won't buckle up. So, um, and as far as people that don't buckle up, you're more likely to live in a rural area. You're more likely to own a pickup truck. Hmm. And you're more likely to be male. That's very general. We see a lot of people people in cities that aren't buckling up, too. But trends show people in rural areas buckle up less.
0: It, that is very interesting. Not surprising, but interesting. Have you ever looked about, you know, we're talking about distracted driving because we are Colorado. We love our pets here. And you see so many pets in the cars.
1: Yeah, we. I mean, that's a huge thing. I mean, even just talking to a passenger in the vehicle, if you're going to talk to your passenger or even talk to your pet or whatever, always keep your eyes on the road. Why do people feel like they have to turn their head to talk to a passenger or even talk to their pet? Just mm-hmm. go ahead and keep talking, but have your eyes on the road. As far as pets, put them in in, uh, crates. Do something that will um, get them out of your way. You don't want to just have a pet that's roaming around your vehicle that could be distracting you.
0: Right. I've heard that is a huge problem, especially here in Colorado, you know, not having a pet in a harness or something like that. And then you head up to the mountains to go hiking with them, and you've got crazy dog running
1: all over the place. Yeah. No, it is actually ridiculous. You know, sometimes you see pets. You see this, like, people are driving with their pet in their lap or, or hanging out the window. You know that they've got to be interfering. Mm -hmm. What happens if they get down on the floorboard where the brake and the accelerator are?
0: I get it. I mean, I've had a dog before, like going crazy, and had to pull over to the side of the road because I was like, "What in the world yep. is going on?" They're pets. You don't know what they're going to do.
1: Yeah, well, just like pets, they need to be they need to be buckled in for yep. children because to re- be able to remove that distraction because you don't want to be dealing with something like that while you're going sixty five miles per hour down the road.
0: No, very good point. Well, Sam Cole with CDOT, the Colorado Department of Transportation. Thank you so much for all of this. And once again, the heat is on a DUI enforcement period coming up later this month, correct?
1: That's right. Starts on the 20th.
0: All right. And for more information, Sam, what was that website one more time? It is on colorado.com. All right. Sam Cole, CDOT, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great day. You can listen to this again on the station's website. Share the podcast on your social media. So go out and have a great day. Be kind.